The Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, he is saying that a Catholic migrant shelter is a stash house and is acting. It's it's facilitating human trafficking. Is it just a church helping the downtrodden get into the U.S.? Or is it actual human trafficking going on that needs to be shut down? Let's get into it. Here we go. For almost 50 years, the El Paso Catholic Charity Annunciation House has taken in poor homeless migrants from the streets of the border city and provided them food, shelter, and other services. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, however, says the shelter is an illegal stash house, which allows others to use its real estate, its location, to engage in human smuggling. Are they smuggling humans? Are they human smuggling? Does that just sound like some, oh, it's an awful Republican thing to do. That's a repugnant Republican thing. This is terrible. This is horrible. Where is the sense of humanity? Here's where I say that sense of humanity is. So the one year, don't want to call it an anniversary, but the one year date of my son, who would now be 28, passing from a fentanyl overdose, drugs that were manufactured in China, shipped to Mexico, put together by the cartel, and then pushed across the southern border. If if we didn't have all of that, and if so many of these people weren't smuggling drugs into the country because they owe the cartel so much money, because they come in based on a small down payment, they owe four grand, they take a uh, cartel takes a note for three and says, hey, we'll let you work that off. If we didn't have that influence coming in from the southern border, all the drugs we do, which is about 110, 115,000 people ODing a year now, maybe my son, maybe my son right here would still be alive. So that's my son that's no longer with us. And he's been dead a year now. So my thought is if we didn't have fentanyl streaming across the southern border, and who's, who's bringing it in? Who's bringing it in? Well, the people coming through the southern border who are being helped by the El Paso Catholic Charity. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. But I think most people think, all right, you've got a church. They're going to help. They're only going to help the good guys, right? The church only helps the good guys. But then these people are bringing drugs with them. And so many of them are already in indentured servitude coming into the U.S. because the cartel, whom these churches are helping get people to where they want to go, that's the rub. That's the, that's the tough rub for me is, would my son maybe be alive if fentanyl wasn't in the country in the numbers that it is? We're all the way up in Seattle. It's not like we're on the border, right? So the fentanyl pill with more than two milligrams of fentanyl in it, or that it was a um, Xanax bar that was probably laced because he had a bunch of Xanax on him, street Xanax. You know, would he be alive if the southern border wasn't as porous as it was? Because since since the current administration's been in in office, it's just been a free for all. So all those drugs are just being brought in, and we know it. I mean, we know Sinaloa and the. New generation cartel, they're both responsible for, you know, bringing in enormous numbers of fentanyl-laced drugs, you know, whether it's cocaine or meth or 
you know, straight up fentanyl, straight smoke on the blues, oxy, whatever it is. We know that's going on. Would my son be alive? So as a church, you guys are helping the same people bringing the stuff in. You know, where, where do you draw that line? That's the tough one to know, right? So Texas Attorney General, his job is to make sure that the laws of Texas are upheld. And he is saying, no more drugs, no more human trafficking. Um, don't, don't want to deal with that. Therefore, you guys, we've decided that you guys are aiding and abetting. So we're going to call it and we're going to, we're going to sue you. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, however, says the shelter is an illegal stash house which allows others to use its real estate. We read that. Paxton's office has filed a lawsuit on behalf of the state of Texas that seeks to revoke Annunciation House's authorization to do business in Texas and asks the court to appoint a receiver to liquidate their assets. Man. Man. Is this, I mean, is that is that legit? I mean, he's totally legit in doing that. He has every right to do that if he thinks there's wrongdoing. wrongdoing. Man, could you imagine my attorney general here? Uh, our politicians here are so far left. Even the ones that say they're, they're right. It, no. Texas's lawsuit against Annunciation House appears to be the opening salvo in a larger battle Paxton plans to wage against groups aiding migrants along the Texas border. Now, what I would say is that you've created this vacuum of pulling these illegals from all over the world by telling them, ah, oh, just it's gonna be a few grand, you'll get in, better life, they'll give you free stuff. That's where all these sanctuary cities handing out literally millions and millions and millions of dollars. The next big boondoggle will be Eric Adams boondoggle in uh New York City. It's gonna be handing out uh debit cards with you know, no no required name, no required ID, no required anything, no requirement of what you spend it on. I'm sure that'll work out fine. It should be fine. That's why he's doing a pilot program. If he says that it's going to go well, he's just going to increase it. Literally up to like $2.5 billion could be handed out of New York City residents' money to illegal immigrants on a blank debit card. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, that's, that's not another shen, you know, shenanigan waiting to happen, is it? Yeah, it'll be good. So the, my whole point to this is that the, the suction from telling everybody around the world it's go time at the U.S. border, you can come on in. Actually, Customs and Border Protection will help you once you get to the U.S. side of the Rio Grande in Texas. They will help you. They will literally hold your hand and make your way through the razor wire because they want to get you in. And then Texas will put you on a bus and they'll ship you wherever you want to go. If you're having a tough time in life and you're in another country and you hear that, they're going to give you a free debit card. They're gonna they're gonna work with you and get you a job visa. They're gonna make sure that happens. You know, you can in the meantime, you can ride a scooter around and do deliveries. They've got that all worked out. You're gonna get free clothes, you're gonna get free food, you're gonna get debit card, you're gonna get legal services, you're gonna get housing for two years, you're gonna get, 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 get. That creates that vacuum of people coming from all over and the people helping them along the way. They're part of that vacuum, right? They're part of that vacuum. So I understand there's a need for human compassion, but what we've got going on right now far exceeds that. And I don't think it's right. 
do I want to, do I want to, you know, take everybody that's in the country that's come here illegally and turn them back? I don't know how you handle that because they're already in, right? Good luck finding them. Not that magnifying glass. Are you illegal? Are you not? You know, that's the whole racism thing with Trump, right? He's a racist. Now he's kind of just calling it the way that it is. We don't know who these guys are. Bad hombres, right? When I heard that, I was like, ah, well, I mean, yeah. And then you start looking at the numbers and you go, a certain percentage of those people coming through the southern border are going to be bad hombres. They're, they're going to be gangsters. They're going to be gang members coming in from El Salvador. Guaranteed, right? I mean, United States? Oh, let's go there. We've got an entire community in Honduras that is dedicated to San Francisco because somebody there learned the drug trade. And so now you've literally got Hondos selling drugs. It's probably a Hondo that sold the intermediary dealer to my son drugs laced with fentanyl that killed him. So yeah, you put all those things in a line and we don't know any of that because you know you, you just don't know. But that is that is historically that has been what's happening. Honduras sling the sling the drugs and then they've made so much money. They've got communities back in Honduras where they're building, you know, kind of their version of mega mansions and they're flying the San Francisco flag because there's one individual that basically taught them all how to do that. And, you know, he's like a God to them. Why not? It's like a rock star. That guy gave us the American dream, killing a lot of Americans, but don't worry about that. Get what's yours, right? Isn't that kind of where we sit in today's society? So the chaos at the southern border has created an environment where NGOs funded with taxpayer money from the Biden administration facilitate astonishing horrors, including human smuggling. While the federal government perpetuates the lawlessness destroying this country, my office works day in and day out to hold these organizations responsible for worsening illegal immigration. When you explained it to it that way, you're like, yeah. And I think so many people say, it's not human smuggling. Well, who's bringing them in? The cartels are bringing them in. And most of these folks don't have the finances to fully pay off what they need to to the cartels. So the cartels have them work here. You know, and a lot of times for the ladies, they ain't selling drugs, right? They're selling their bodies. So if you're okay with that, and if you're okay with human smuggling, all right. And then other people want to say, but yeah, but then Sean, they're, you know, Greg Abbott is putting them on a bus. That's kind of human trafficking as well. You're like, okay, yeah, but this is where they want to go. And the feds have already dictated that if you're in the country, we're going to get you wherever you need to go. We're going to get you to that sanctuary city. The whole thing is just so wildly messed up. Somebody needs to take control of it. And I hope it's a new president in 2024. what, What will actually happen there? I don't know. But what's happening right now can't continue. Well, it can. It's just, you know, it's going to be shenanigans and that, that, tr- that slow motion train wreck that we all talk about. Despite the reference to taxpayer money from the Biden administration and Paxton's statement above, Annunciation House says, we have no permanent funding sources and we have never accepted government funding. All right. So you're a self-funded by donations from the community, whatever, but you are still, you know, are are you enhancing the community or are you creating, you know, that draw for people to come in that otherwise might not get trafficked by the cartel, might not sell themselves into sex slavery on the other end to pay their debt? 
Well, where do you draw that line? We're only taking in the good guys. Only taking in the good guys. The attorney general's illegal, immoral. This is from the Annunciation House, the place that's getting sued. The attorney general's illegal, immoral, and anti-faith position to shut down Annunciation House is unfounded. Annunciation House has provided hospitality to hundreds of thousands of refugees for over 46 years. It's a work recognized by the Catholic Church and is listed in the National Catholic Directory. Annunciation House has done this work of accompaniment out of the scripture and gospel mandate to welcome the stranger. The stranger is one thing. These people are willingly coming here, breaking the law, entering the United States illegally. So that's where, all right, you can kind of find whatever you want to in the Bible, right? Eye for an eye, got to gouge out your eye, did it to me. Tooth for a tooth, right? I mean, kind of come up with whatever you want. If the work that Annunciation House conducts is illegal, so too is the work of our local hospitals, schools, and food banks. Well, yeah. Somebody who's had a heart attack, putting them back together, that's kind of one thing. Housing people and, you know, get, okay, you got here, you're okay. You know, we're going to provide you shelter where you can't get busted. Well, nobody's really doing any busts right now. So what are you really doing? It's a wild situation, right? What do you guys think? In the comments, in the live chat, let me know. El Paso Congressman Veronica Escobar says Attorney General Paxton's actions against the charity are outrageous. Texans, I think, they don't have a problem coming down on anybody that's smuggling humans into the the state because they have dealt with so much of that. And you know what? You you see the two sides. When I was down in um, Shelby Park area of Eagle Pass, there was a bunch of protesters that came, locals from the community. And their big thing is, this is our river too. You can't just barbed wire it off. And we want to have people just stream across the border. It's all good because, you know, they've got that whole, well, Jesus would have helped out the poor as well. Okay, but you've got so much more than just one or two of these people floating into the community that might need a little bit of Catholic help, right? You've got millions of people streaming in and all of these NGOs that are helping them some would say, aren't helping them. They're making the situation worse. So there's that fine line. Whichever line you believe, there's that fine line. And when you've literally got 302,000 people coming across the southern border in the month of December, I'm going to have to go with, this has got to stop. That's just, that's not sustainable. It's ridiculous. And all the people that have kind of helped throughout that process, they've created that vacuum. And they're responsible for, you know, the ridiculousness that we're about to see now in California and in Nevada and in Arizona and New Mexico, Oregon, Idaho. Because, you know, don't think that just because you're not on the the southern border, you're going to get some people. You're going to have lots and lots of people. Tennessee is one of those cities, those um, middle Tennessee there was a news story about how Middle Tennessee is going to get like 600 migrants. So everybody blew that up into, oh, there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands, you know, coming to Nashville. You know, everybody gets kind of a little bits and pieces of the story incorrect. 
Well, it was a notification that I forget which governmental entity said that they had or they sent to the city, you know, one of those deals. You might have up to 600 illegals coming to your community soon. And then I've had so many different comments, either on live streams or on premieres or just videos themselves of people telling me there's already a ton of people here in Tennessee. They're, they're already here. They're everywhere. Because, you know, if you're in the United States, hey, one state doesn't work out for you, go to another one. Go to Oregon. It's kind of like the drug, you know, tourists. Hey, if San Fran doesn't work out for you, if the tenderloin isn't your thing, go up to Skid Row. Skid Row doesn't work in LA. Move on up to Portland, anywhere in downtown. You're all golden. Ah, Portland's not your thing. It's just, you know, it's a little too not weird enough. Go up to Seattle. Things don't pan out in Seattle. Maybe you get busted. You know, things don't work in Seattle. Go up to Vancouver, BC. Straight line, right up I 5. That's great. It's, it's just great, right? You create that vacuum where people are going to go. Anywhere in the United States is going to be better for these folks relative to where they came from. Venezuela, Guatemala, Honduras, China, any of these places. These are, these are good options. Ohio is a great option if you came from Venezuela. So don't think that just because you're in a town that's not Sanctuary City, you're not going to see some of these impacts. You're probably not going to see them as much as a Chicago or a New York City. But yeah, this is this is throughout the United States. Annunciation House has received a temporary restraining order blocking the Texas Attorney General's demand for its records and a hearing for a permanent injunction uh, against the, uh, that is scheduled on Thursday. The shelter has scheduled a news conference and on Friday to discuss its response to the Attorney General's actions. Well, they're they're just going to say, "Hey, we're just a small church. We're a nonprofit. Why are we being prosecuted by the Attorney General?" The attorney general's going to stay, ah, you're human trafficking and selling people into sex slavery. And to an extent, I believe that side because this is what's going on. It's not just nice people coming into the country. And even if they are nice people coming into the country, oftentimes they're obligated so hard to the cartel to pay those debts. They're going to do some shenanigans to pay them off because the cartel takes what is theirs. That's why they're such a well-run business. They're going to take what's theirs. So you let a few million people into the country that are owed debt to a you know entity like multiple of the cartels. Going to have some shenanigans, and that's what I'm here to report for you. So this story, this is going to keep going. How's this one going to go? I don't know. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get these stories and like, how's this one end? Who cares? No, this one has more implications because it's all the people, the, all the do-gooders out there, the NGOs, the mutual aid, you know, all those people. We're just trying to help our fellow human being. Well, you're making it worse. You're making it worse is what a lot of folks would say. And I, to an extent, would, would say that because, you know, my son, his little plaque is over there that his mom made for me. My son isn't here. And that's part of it. That's a big part of it. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thank you so much for being here, supporting, doing all that stuff. Love to have you subscribe if you haven't. Um, thanks again, and I will catch up with you on the next segment. Until then, be safe, and I'll see you then. Bye for now.